I just want to suck this part out. I want a vampire to suck my neck. It's called Botox, and we should all get it. Oh, let's get plastic boobs. surgery. Do you say boobs? Hell yeah, Ryland. I want you to get some juicy doubles. I want you to get pec implants. I want you to get calf implants. <laughs> pec implants on top of these? Yeah. <laughs> Look. Oh, we're on chat roulette. Oh, hey, big boy. <laughs> They're so fun. I'm so jealous. Do you just like play with them? Well, of course you. Yeah, do. you see me do it all the time. <laughs> I have. Okay, I'm gonna go check when my passport expires really quick. Okay. <laughs> Why? So this is gonna be pretty challenging. Okay, let's get you ready for your wedding. It's important for us to pause for a moment. Okay. Life Pile. Life Pile Podcast is the podcast for people who knows what's hip before hip is hip. I'm lifestylist and lifestyle expert Camden Johnson. Chels, Eddie, I just had a vision. And then it's we're going to have a great episode of Stone Progressive. <laughs> if your mind has to be read, make it a page turner. It's Ryland. <laughs> what Joanne's fabrics did you read that in? <laughs> I made that up on my own. I know Ooh. I should work for Joanne. <laughs> I like the idea that there's a clerk at Joanne's Fabrics who has to shout at Dylan, hey, this isn't a library. Stop reading things in here. I just want to read your textiles, Joanne. Joan? Joan? Oh, she hates it when you call her Joan. That really riles yeah, that her grumpers. the hell off. You know, snakes to Indiana Jones is Joan to Joanne Fabric, you know? Why did it have mm. to be Jones? <laughs> Why did it have to be Jones? And it, her plane is full of Indiana Jones. Oh, oh my God. Those guys oh. are the same thing, aren't they? <laughs> Life Pile Podcast is the podcast for psychics who don't let the facts get in between them and the lifestyle section, which they have foretold many a year ago this week is our special psych kick you in the backside because it's psychics week look at dylan i made the perfect title on the first try aren't you glad i try to make up the titles at this part of the yes i give you full editorial license of this podcast i want you to come up with all our copywriting from henceforth well if you haven't guessed by now it's pretty obvious This week, we will be delving into the lifestyles of psychics and related to psychics. But before that... Wee-woo, wee-woo! I've got a mini-segment at the top of this episode. Everybody's Gay. Midterm Elections Edition. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were all there for it. We know the headlines, but everybody was gay this election, you guys. We got Jared Polis. Woo-woo. The first gay elected governor, and he's in my home state of Colorado. Hell yeah. I voted for him. I don't know if it's illegal to say that, but I did. It's illegal. You're going to jail, Ryland. Wee-woo, wee-woo, wee-woo. Wee-woo, wee-woo. That's not a new segment. <laughs> that is just Ryland going to jail. We've got 
Sharice Davids, one of two women to be the first Native American women elected to Congress, and she won a seat in the House of Representatives representing Kansas and is an openly lesbian woman. We've also got Brandon Woodard, Susan Ruiz, Sonia Lewis, Chevron Jones, Malcolm Kenyatta, Kristen Sinema, and Kate Brown, and many more serving in different public positions. This concludes Everybody's Gay Midterm Elections Edition. That's sick. I'm proud of that. They're calling it the rainbow wave. I'm riding it. Surf's up. I'm excited for when we have our seventh gay president, you know, because we've already had six, <laughs> but let's make it seven. Wait, who are the six? <laughs> well, you know, there's, you know, you know, who, you know who he means. <laughs> I just want to say, and I've said it before, I'll say it again. This round's on the house. The house of representatives. Fill up my cup, Mazel Tov, Lahaim. (laughs) Tonight's gonna be a good, good night. Good night. Oh yeah, Ryland, do you Uh ever have any psychic experiences? I feel like there's definitely some oracles in your family past. Yeah, I used to tell people I was a psychic, but really, I would just because I got into palmistry because I have a unique palm (laughs) and I have this special line that means that I have some psychic ability. Oh, but. A lot of people do. However, I actually mean it. I'm just really good at saying (laughs) random shit, and it was real and true. And also, I would remember things that people had told me, and they forgot that they told me. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. But I never did it on purpose. They would just be like, how do you know that? And then I would do the (laughs) twist of the knife and say, I'm psychic. (laughs) Cam, have you ever had a psychic experience? I got real into foretelling and the future foretelling mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Mm. But that was mostly just nerding out, not anything super psychic. Dylan, mm. how about you? Well, we've talked previously in the podcast about how Dylan wasn't given full access to television as a child, and that's true. Yeah. But I do feel like I need to clarify my parents got basic cable when I reached about seventh, eighth grade. Yes. And my first show that I latched on to was That So Raven. And I was like, great, she's psychic, whatever. But the thing I really latched on to was that she would fall all the time. And so as a like struggling adrift in a sea of middle schoolers, <laughs> tween was wont to do, I adapted a personality that I saw on the television. And my personality at school was that I would fall over and run into things all the time. Oh. And I think everyone thought I was very cool for it. Yep. And I did not get called slurs a lot because of it. Wait, uh, what? That was my oh. <laughs> So that is the closest thing I have to a psychic experience. I love that in, if you guys went to the same middle school, Ryland would be like, and you've got PE for fifth period. And that beautiful girl would be like, what? How'd you know? And Dylan would fall down a flight of stairs in the background. Would we all be friends if we went to the same middle school? I Yes. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Ryland would be too cool for me because he still looked like James Franco back then. Yeah. And I was, I was kind of mean. You were a mean kid? I mean, yeah, I thought of myself as a good person, but I'm sure I hurt a lot of people's feelings. Like, have you ever had a person come up to you later in life and be like, you were really mean to me in school? No. Have you? Uh, Yeah. And I responded being like, I'm sorry. I don't know who you are. Oh, 
my god and i really honestly did not know who this person was or what i did to them but whatever i did it was so mean that it stuck with them Fuck. for years and years okay zach so. If you're listening, I know who you are and I know you don't know who I am and what you did was unforgivable. God. Oh, also David. What's David's last name? Why are you giving out full names? Why are you using this podcast to dox people? Why did I start a podcast if not to dox the people that made fun of me in middle school? Drag them. I don't know if we talked about it on... Yes, we did. We briefly mentioned it in a previous podcast. One of these people was my personal Ryland, which I'm just now going to use as a synonym <laughs> oh, for no. someone who was horribly abusive. And if you Googled your Ryland, uh, nothing would come up. Oh, my God. I'm going to see if I can find Google him. that Ryland. Google that Ryland. Yes, yes, yes. Google that Ryan. <gasps> it's David... Oh my god. He found them. Oh, ding, he ding, looks ding, like ding. you guys, he looks like such a fuck. <laughs> I'm looking at photos of this kid and I won. <laughs> oh, he's such a dumb idiot now, you guys. <laughs> oh, here we go. I got a photo coming at you live, Yay. boys. Oh, I'm pumped. Wait a second. I thought you said you won, but I'm looking at a cool guy right here. This guy looks pretty rad, Dylan. I don't know. He's in a boat. It is definitely at a boat <laughs> showroom. Oh, I could see this guy being a bully real bad. Well, he hasn't changed. He's got the tap out shirt. This guy looks rad. <laughs> no. Okay, so Rylan hasn't changed either. What did he do? Give me the dirty details. I hate to drag you through it again, but I want to know. No, he just like pushed me around and stuff. And like I said, called me slurs and shit and like tried to publicly humiliate me. That sucks. And I want, I'm sure there were probably other people who were doing it. Oh, yeah, Zach. Ooh, let's see what Zach is up to. What's that uh, social security let's, let's number? spell that out. Yeah, yeah, really give it to him. How do you spell <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out because it is not coming up in the results. Oh, he lives in Florida now. Of course, Florida man. Oh, and he's exactly the same person he was in middle school. I won, you guys. <laughs> I'm two for two, baby. He's still oh, gelling man. up that hair. He's still wearing gold chains. Oh, oh my God. He's bully me so bad, and he's just a dummy. <laughs> yeah, he, he's straight out of Sum 41 in 2018. Oh, boy. Okay, thanks for vindicating this. Uh, listeners, you can catch photos of these guys we're looking at on our Instagram profile. Oh my Just God, mosey on no. over there. Uh, this is now a call out podcast. I'm going to get everybody who ever hated me on this show. Now, Dylan, oh, we, we have said some mean things, but you got to agree in this pick. He's got a pretty hot wife. That so. is his mom, Cam. That is his mom. <laughs> this has been a horrible start to our psychic episode you guys i think we got some submissions this week from listeners should we dive into them sharon what do you can think? i politely ask you to step out of your office hey fellas it's me psychic sharon here's our first psychic submission to know what to do with my life oh yeah i mean you and me both sister i wish i knew that too you know, I'm in my second year of law school, and in this second year, I'm taking this class where it's like, hey, if you're going to be a lawyer, you're going to deal with a lot of psychological stress and issues, and you're probably going to be an alcoholic. And only a third of people who go into law decide they actually like it. So good luck with that. And I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> thanks. I love this class. Well, no, you're both 
Wrong. Because as as Ryland has pointed out, if you know what to do with your life, it's probably either you got two options. Either there's so many beautiful options that no matter what you pick to do with your life, you're always going to have FOMO about how you could have been a Dutch painter or a French pop star. Or Mm -hmm. on the flip side, you're going to know that the spider aliens are coming and you have to lead the underground revolution. And that's stressful and it'd be better to not know and just enjoy your time now. Yeah. So either way, it's better to just roll the dice on what you're supposed to do with your life. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. think we've seen what rolling the dice results in. You kind of hit a point of confidence, I think, in sixth, seventh, eighth grade, and your name is Zach or David, and then you think, you know what, I'll just let the chips fall where they may, and that's how you get a one-way ticket to running the go-karts at Adventure Zone in suburban Colorado and never really get out. So I'm going to say yes to knowing what my future holds. Damn, Dylan, that was a good snatch. You're snatching it. Another listener would like to become a sexy psychic crime solver like Patricia Arquette in Medium. Yes, please. I never saw Medium. Dylan, I never watched this either, but it sounds like a really good show because I gather that the way it goes is that there's a murder mystery and then Patricia Arquette says he did it. And then she spends the next 45 minutes kind of like standing in sexy poses in front of a big fan. <laughs> and that sounds like a really fun show. Cam, before you rush in, I want to propose to you one slight variation on this model and see if it appeals to you more than Courtney, Patricia, Cox, Arquette, Kex, Arquette, Sarah, Monica, Geller. What if you were a sexy psychic crime solver, but you didn't solve crimes and you just use your psychic abilities to remedy your everyday life situations uh, and, and make it so that you were getting the attention you deserved. And you also got to wear outrageous trench coats that were fur lined and corduroy and neon colors. And also your name is Raven. That's right. It's that. So Raven, (laughs) the sister TV show to medium. If she's so psychic. No, that's the thing about Raven is every night she sees at least like five murders and she identifies the person who does it. And she says, I'm not messing with that. That's not so Raven. (laughs) But then she gets that one vision that's like, what? My crush is going to be in homeroom this week. No, no. That's so Raven. I love that she can see murders happening, but she can't see where her feet are to stand stand up straight. (laughs) The Charlie Chaplin of the early thousands, to be sure. Yeah, I'd like to think that Raven saw the rise and fall of nations between 2004 and 2006, but she chose to focus on the time that she would tip over the guacamole machine at the taco shop she worked at. The bad part about being a psychic crime solver is that you know who did it without necessarily having the evidence and you have to get the evidence to get the conviction and you can't like plant evidence because then you're a bad person and that's illegal so you have to like set up a Rube Goldberg device so that like the door opens on a person uh, strangling somebody else and you didn't do it it just so happened and the camera saw it oh whoops (laughs) you, you made a fatal error there bud because you said that you knew they did it but then you said you couldn't plant evidence why not <laughs> you're that's a raven you know they did it 
What's a little gardening? What's a little oh, planting? Man. What's wrong with that? Was Raven Simone planting evidence yeah. on people in her Disney channel? She was always sprinkling show? cocaine of her drug dealers yep. and then sending the dogs over <laughs> over this way, buddy. See, that's a tough racket to get into by yourself, though. Do you think if you had three friends who wore color-coordinated outfits and maybe sang about empowerment, you'd be able to kind of have the staffing you needed i'm talking about the cheetah girls wait was raven part of the cheetah girls oh yeah i did not know that so was three lw's keely williams and adrian balon and a white girl (laughs) wouldn't that be super dangerous to have a bunch of cheetahs hanging around a raven like (laughs) next next. (laughs) one listener would like to read dogs minds hmm a listener and I have that in common, Sharon. No, I don't want to read that mind. What if Why you, not? What if you find out your dog is constantly thinking about hooking up with you <laughs> and just like <laughs> any minute doesn't now. know how to say the All right, right word. Next, next submission. <laughs> A dog would never. Dogs don't think about sex like that. I think dogs are the ultimate nice guys. <laughs> okay, Ryland. Good for you. Dogs, dog is man's best friend, and he's pissed off about being friend zoned. <laughs> I hate this. When's this guy gonna get the peanut butter out? Sharon, next topic, please. Sharon, Sharon, help oh us. Our last submission is I don't even use the ones I have. So, shrug emoji. Oh, mm. this is one of these reluctant psychics. Raven's already getting that shine. Miss Cleo's done and did the thing. I don't want to be a Teresa Caputo. I don't have enough hairspray, so I'm just going to sit back and not embrace my gift. Well, let me tell you something, listener. You're selfish. Yeah. Wait, Dylan. Oh, my God. I can't believe we didn't know it from the start. What? Raven's a fan of the show. Oh, my. Because you, you know, God. you always ask yourself, why can't Raven use her psychic powers to know when she's going to fall over and not fall over? It's Raven. Oh, Raven, thanks for listening to the show. the attention. Well, yeah, first of all, thank you, Raven. Yeah, um, thank you. She's still recording a Raven reboot, just so you guys know. If you guys want to watch oh, that's yeah. a Raven, yeah, you can do it now. Yeah, she has a psychic child. What? Uh-huh. Yeah. Her kids are psychic, and then and she lives with her neighbor, the friend, the friend neighbor, the white redhead, Annalise Vanderpool. Yeah, <laughs> yes, Annalise Vanderpool. Did she, when she was pregnant with the kids, did she know those fetuses were going to be psychic? And did those psychic fetuses knew she knew? All right, Sharon, <laughs> do you have any other submissions? No. That was the last of them. Well, well, well. I guess we'll just have to dive into the psychic soup. Thank you, Sharon. All right, guys. So before we really get into what exactly is a psychic, I figure we should establish whether or not we're psychic or not. Okay. Oh, boy. So uh, I went to automaticintuition.com for the 50 signs that you're a psychic. Don't worry. I'm not reading all 50. And then after we look at a couple of these, I have a little test set up for you guys to see whether or not one of you guys has a psychic ability. So you're welcome. Advance. All right. So 
how to tell if you're psychic. The first one is babies either smile at you readily or cannot seem to stop staring at you. Do either of you guys the, identify with this? Are the babies psychic? Why does me know. seeing the future mean the baby look at me more? The babies <laughs> have the squishy part in the center of their brain, which is extremely sensitive to psionic waves. Mm. So if it feels that coming off of you, it's going to look in that direction. The baby yeah. hasn't been drinking all this fluoride water so their third eye isn't calcified yet so they can see a psychic yeah 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 they haven't digested enough chemtrails yet also <laughs> babies can see ghosts so they're, what do you mean like dogs in that <laughs> babies can see ghosts babies and dogs as dylan said can see ghosts babies. the more innocent you are the more likely you are to see a spirit or a ghost <laughs> Babies can hardly see shit. <laughs> Their visual cortexes are barely developed. It's just like a bunch of blur for several weeks. Oh, yeah, Cam. If we want to talk about uh, cones and the Rods. stuff in my eyes. Yeah, sure. Babies can't see very much, but their ghost feelers are working just fine. Maybe the reason they can't see is because there's too many ghosts up in front of them and they got to drink some fluoride water. And they're like, oh, now that I don't see ghosts, I can see the end table and I can see the couch and I can see the TV. Cam, have you ever sprinkled a fine powder on a baby's forehead? If you do that, you will see vibrations. Only because the baby was a drug dealer and I psychically knew it, but I had to plant some evidence. <laughs> that was the only time. And I did see vibrations. All right. How to tell if you're psychic? You feel hot or cold spots inside houses that are independent of drafts or vents. Do you guys feel this at all ever? Oh, my God. I was in my house yesterday and I felt kind of cold. And then I put on a sweater. I think I might be psychic. Okay, so Cam's two for two. I've neither of these so far. Really? No. I'm cold pretty much always, but I don't I don't experience any irregularities. And babies don't smile at you. Babies, dogs, cats, old people, boyfriends, parents. Children between the ages of three and eight, <laughs> women who work at the DMV, <laughs> men who work in dentists' offices, they all seem to not like me. Okay. All right. Uh, how about um, do you school counselors <laughs> if they're in college? God, I hated my college counselor. Do you become physically ill before an event and cancel the plans at the last minute only to later find out that the event was a disaster? Now, I think about this all the time. If you guys ever like just miss a bus or just miss a train, are you ever like... I bet it's going to get in an accident, and that's why the universe didn't want me to get on it. I think about that every time, and it keeps me from ever being mad about missing anything. Oh, that's a good way to think. I always think the thing that I am getting on will crash. Uh, oh. Yeah, so I like that. Next. <laughs> All right, uh, this one you guys might recognize. I don't know. Your photographs are full of orbs. Oh, <laughs> no. God, this is getting creepy. Mm -hmm. Fans of the podcast, if you can look back into your past using your psychic third eye, you might know that a previous guest for uh, one Miss Sarah Adler told us about her father's 
organization oh, and yeah. his interest in orbs that show up in photographs, which in my editorial opinion is just a flare when you take something with a cool pics camera that's not too high quality a a dust moat dylan i don't think you're taking i I think i don't think you should be joking about this man because i'm starting to get creeped out because i'm four for four here because every i swear to god every picture ever taken of me when you look closely you see two big balls just these two huge set of balls Every picture I you he, these big rotund orbs I swear to God in every picture of me just these huge balls every time you see a picture of me this is creeping me out you guys I might be psychic I think so uh, do you ever hear the muffled rumble of people carrying on conversations through walls I thought that was my stomach I thought I had to poop. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm getting freaked out, you guys. You guys, about, is this a how prank? How about you, Dylan? Dylan, do you ever hear muffled rumbles of conversations through walls? That might mean you're yes. psychic. That's why I'm moving apartments in two months. <laughs> you're tired of being psychic. It's not easy being that so raven. All right, guys, so it seems like Cam has a strong disposition towards psychic ability. Dylan, not so much at this point. However, we're not done, okay? Because what I did is I wrote down six questions. I picked answers on my own earlier today, and if you truly are psychic, you will be able to know the answer that I picked. So first question, pick a number, eight... 93, <laughs> 47, or 309. 47. All right. That's Cam's Nin- choice. Dylan? 93. The number was eight. So <laughs> you guys both psychic. Both struck out on that one. Boom, got All right. It. For this next one, what did I smell when I was writing this question? Grapes, <laughs> pizza, Paper or Febreze? Trick question. It was a fart. I I know what your room <laughs> looks like. I can see the state lines. To piggyback off of Cam's, I'm going to say Febreze. <laughs> oh, that's good. But you're both wrong. Okay, it was paper. It smelled like paper. I was in the library when I wrote that oh, question. Chilling out in libraries. Nice. Move, study. Moving on study. Up. Yeah, thank you. Next question. Who will be named People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive in the Year 2041. Dilly B. Breezy Bergasa. Dylan Bergasa. Oh, Dylan. Cole Sprouse. Because Dylan Sprouse will melt in a horrible global warming accident. (laughs) Those are going to become so frequent. Uh, My guess was the yodeling kid. uh, Oh, Oh, hell yeah. He's going to get ripped. Ripped. But he's still going to be so modest and so nice. It's going to be the year 2041. We're all going to be able to like teleport places and he'll be like, (laughs) Blue jeans and chevies and beer and my apple pie girl. All right. For this next question, I will be able to get a result. So I'm about to Bing image search the phrase Yoda and Yoshi. What will be the first image oh. I see? Describe it to me in best detail as you can. And do not cheat, you fuckos. Ooh, okay. It is Yoshi. He sprawled across the hotel bed. In the background, you can see the open patio door. On the patio, there's two glasses of red wine, half finished. 
and thing. Yoshi's <laughs> licking the feet of Yoda and Yoda oh. he's got a little <laughs> word bubble and he's saying do or do not there is no try God. <laughs> all right Dylan uh what do you think I'll see let's be honest boys it's Bing image search so it's mm-hmm. got nothing to do with what you actually search my <laughs> guess it's crash bandicoot and he's having sex with a ketchup bottle <laughs> that's good that's real good <laughs> that is that's really good okay i'm pressing enter oh this is actually pretty cute it's just yoshi being ridden by yoda with a lightsaber and by that ridden, was actually I mean- <laughs> going to be my guess this is infuriating <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a half point for that because you, you 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 were almost there. I, I trust tried. you. It's an angry looking Yoda. I have two more questions left. So now my next question is: I am about to call my mom. What is she doing right now? Oh my god! <laughs> She's watching her shows. Watching your shows. Be more specific. What what is she watching? Ooh, she's watching one of those crime procedurals that they make for our parents. A crime procedural. Okay. Yeah. All right. The the good cop. I'll say the news. And you say the news, Dylan. Okay. You're gonna just shout, right? She's gonna Mom! You're calling her on the phone? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You're not gonna just open your door? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> Hello? Hello. Hey mom, it's me downstairs. I know. <laughs> I have a real quick question for you, okay? Uh, what are no. you doing right now? Goodbye. What? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing... What am I doing? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> what were you doing before I was... Before you answered the phone? Sleeping. <laughs> oh, you were sleeping? <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry that I woke you up. Okay, thanks. All right. Did I, did I win the prize? Yeah, you you won the prize. You, you won. won. I didn't. <laughs> You'll get it tomorrow. Okay, thank you. Bye. Right. Now, when we were talking earlier before the show, Ryan was like, my sister used to be all sensitive. She'd be all grumpy and stuff for no reason. And now I'm seeing how Ryan behaves this family. And I'm thinking maybe she had a reason. It's Can you believe how gracious Rylan's mom was in that she's phone so call? Used to her bullshit. son is calling her from 20 feet away to wake her up and make her get up and get her phone. And she was just like, yep, okay, bye. <laughs> Oh, you did some bullshit again? (laughs) It's nine o'clock at night. Why would she be asleep? She's a mom. All right. You guys both got that wrong. Last question. Okay. So part of being psychic for some psychics, they're able to communicate with the dead. And for this question, I'm going to pull up this website and it is called www.museumoftalkingboards.com slash web Ouija. So I want you guys to pick a spirit to talk to and we'll see if you can successfully summon it. All right. Cam, you have a person? Bowie. Oh, God. Can Bowie? you hear me out there? Bowie. <laughs> all right. All right. Is this David Bowie? I will is... ask the question. Then you put your mouse over the little thing and it'll move. Planchette. So it's shaking. I move my mouse over it. Oh, that's no oh. Cam. You did not successfully summon David Bowie. All right, Dylan, Ooh. you have a chance to summon a person. Oh, I saw this person get murdered, actually, <gasps> on the internet. 
there was a video going around. Oh no. Yeah. Where everyone was just watching this video of this person get slain, which was like, I guess that's the world we live in now. So I just want to see if we can contact Luigi. (laughs) Wow. That, oh, that was really scary for a second there, but okay, cool. Is this Luigi? I'm going to ask it. Let's see if Dylan successfully summoned Luigi. Oh, no. No. (laughs) What? No. I watched Luigi dying turn into a ghost on the Super Smash Brothers video. Okay, whatever. Yeah, but you weren't able to summon him, I guess. Uh, I'm going to try one. I'm going to try one. Is this uh, John Bonet Ramsey? Oh, okay. my God. <laughs> what? I need to see if I can summon her. See if I'm better psychic than you guys. <gasps> oh! oh, my God. We just watched it go to yes. <laughs> oh, John Bonet Ramsey's in the. Okay, all right. So let's now move you on. have oh, to. No, now we can't move on because now <laughs> you need to saying. ask who did it. No! Sorry. Rylan, you wanted to be a psychic. Now you got to play by psychic rules. You can't leave this cold case, cold case. I'm asking the question, who did it? Let's see what happens. Oh, my God. N. O. No. O. N. E. No one. No one. No one did it. Well. There you have it. I'm a psychic and nobody killed John Bonet Ramsey. (laughs) Great. This is deeply unsettling. Case. So sorry. Somebody called the police. We solved it. All right. Uh, Dylan, you have half a point in psychic ability. Cam, you do have more traits uh, that make you seem psychic, but I'm the one that summoned John Bonet. So I guess out of everybody here, I have the gift. I have the shine. Thank you very much. Well, it does feel like nobody won. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Everyone, as we've just learned, has psychic powers in their own special way. And I thought, what a better way to investigate the lifestyles of psychic fortuning than by developing our own oracle system. The resource I went to for this segment was the Book of Ordinary Oracles by Lon Milo Duquette. If you're interested in getting into telling the future... I highly recommend this book. It's fantastic. It's sold everywhere where you can smell incense. And it teaches you how to do every form of augury, from reading birds in the sky to reading tea leaves, TV remotes, coins, eaching, dice, any physical or spiritual phenomena that you perceive, any piece of information you sensorarily take into your body can be used as a fortuning device now to stir up your pot a little bit i'll give you some examples the ancient chinese used to scratch questions into bones or turtle shells and then they touched the turtle shell with a hot poker and when the turtle shell or bone cracked they'd read the cracks to define the future also the chinese developed the I Ching, where they used coins or sticks thrown in hexagram patterns to determine the future This guy in this book uses the TV. What does your heart of hearts say we should use to divine the future? So one of the bad parts of using Bing is there's no I'm feeling lucky. So I'm trying to figure out how we could use Bing to just, you know, get a random result. And then you can see your future based off that result. I am so fucking sick of this website. And we need to stop (laughs) coming up with reasons to use it more. Yes, 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 yes. Here's what I'm thinking, girls. You ever have a good 
flaky croissant. I had me a chocolate hazelnut croissant this morning, and it was scrumptious. But what are you left with every time you eat a delicate French pastry like that? You got crumbles all over your lap. You got them sprawling all over the desk and the table. Boy, you made a mess. But here's what I'm saying. That's not a mess on your hands. That croissant's trying to tell you something. I say read the flakes. Dylan, that idea is stylish. It's classy. It's cosmopolitan. It's cosmopolitan. But I'm really drawn to this Bing idea. God damn it. (laughs) And I think I got just the way we'll do it. We come up with the question we want answered from Bing. All right. We type that answer or that question into Bing. Okay. Then we take the first word from the first uh, result, the second word from the second result, and so on until we have about 10 words around there. We put (laughs) Uh, that into the Bing search and whatever comes up is the first thing is the answer to our question. All right. So my, my question is, who has a crush on me? Yes, right. yes, yes, yes. Who has a crush okay. on me? <laughs> so first word of first result. People. Second word. This is a good podcast that we have. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I Googled people guess are more that smiling person than. And the result that I get if I look at image results is a woman. It says nothing is more dangerous than a person with a broken heart and smiling face. Terrifying. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. If you want to know what's in your future, the first thing you need to do is check out the Znudiac. <laughs> Look up your birth chart on the Znudiac. And yes. then and pay us money if you mm-hmm. want to change it. And then consult the LifePile TM Bing Oracle to answer all your questions. Okay, Ryland has sent Cam and I this meme since concluding this segment, and I just want to (laughs) say this woman is in no way smiling. Very far from smiling. (laughs) She is sneering at best. She's very upset. This woman's about to put someone's face through a wicker chair. Oh, that sounds pleasant. No, wicker chairs can be exfoliating. What do you think exfoliation is? I have no idea what you think exfoliation is. No, let's not talk about it. Just leave it alone. Dylan, why don't you put your hand on the psychic ladle and ladle up uh, super psychics for us? All right, you guys. We really delved into what it means to be a psychic. We got a job opening here at LifePile Inc. Uh, all the way down on the 78th floor, I hear there's a department opening for a team lead in our psychic crime solving department. <laughs> After a mysterious death in the intern program, it seems that LifePile Overhead is starting to crack down on crime. And so here on my desk, I've got some papers, some resumes, some CVs even from three separate psychics. So let's dive in with my first psychic, Zibia Gasparetto. Ooh. Zibia is a Brazilian spiritualist writer. One night in 1950, she woke up and started speaking German, a language she did not yet know. This led her and no her way. husband, Aldo, to start studying spiritualism together. And then a little while later, Zibia had an incident where her arm began involuntarily and painfully moving from side to side. Oh my God. She was given a pen and paper and immediately drafted O Amor Ventu, which was then signed by an entity named Lucius that had apparently possessed her writing arm. 
The book was published two weeks after her showing the typed up manuscript to a spiritualism inclined history professor. She has since communicated with four different spirits regularly and published 30 books. Many of them have been bestsellers in Brazil. What? Wow. Also, mm, she died last month, I found out. But as a psychic, I feel like that doesn't rule her out. Do we like Zibia? Yeah. I like Zibia. She's got a lot of gumption. Because I can imagine people picking up that book and giving it a read. And then they're like, is this a poorly written book? No, couldn't be. It was written by a ghost. I must be going crazy. It has to be a good book. I'll buy three copies. Best sellers, Cam. And I want to offer up the idea that this is going to be the Costco of psychics. We're not just getting Zibia. We're getting Zibia. We're getting Lucius. We're getting Agatha. We're getting Christy. We're getting a whole value pack of psychics all rolled into one. If the criminal died already, if it's a cold case, we'll probably get the criminal. Be like, yeah, this is how I did it. Add them to the pack. Our little Pokemon collection of dead people. Thanks, yeah. Zibia. I'm, I mean, I've heard of Russian nesting dolls, but she sounds like a German nesting doll. She's got so many Germans stacked up inside of her. Uh, well, she was from Brazil. Oh, I get it. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're totally right. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. So my next psychic I've got <laughs> is Troy Griffin. Troy once had a dream that his friend was in a car accident and told her about the upsetting dream shortly thereafter. She was in a car accident. And survived. Oh, shit. But from that point forward, Troy knew he had psychic powers. He is (laughs) a devout Christian. He once hosted an entertainment radio talk show in L.A. He says his psychic powers compelled him to sell his company, which converted real estate and medical records into digital files. And he's now a freelance psychic detective who pays the bills by giving paranormal readings at $90 a pop to people who crave communing with the spirits of their dead loved ones. He says, before I help anyone, I pray. And also after I pray. He lives in Greenfield, Colorado, has a (gasps) wife and son. And one day a woman named Laura Hale Costner, a 42 year old mother of two went missing for three weeks in Tennessee in early 2016. And her sister-in-law contacted Troy to take the case after he contacted her through Facebook, looking at the area, which Costner disappeared at on Google maps. Troy said, I see pictures, places, and things. He saw the road where she vanished and felt that there was drug use by the victim, in quotes. Griffin went back to Facebook, zeroed in on three of her Facebook friends. This is the deceased woman's Facebook profile. Two men and one woman that he thought were involved. He selected one of them as his main person of interest. He sent his findings in a report to the sister-in-law, who then forwarded those findings to the police a few hours later. They found the body, he said. Oh, what? 19-year-old McKinley Lane Cody was indicted for allegedly robbing Costner of prescription pain medication and murdering her by hitting her on the back of the head. McKinley was Griffin's main person of interest. What? That is Troy Griffin. Let's get him on the show. Oh, you need it? Okay. Well, he he lives in your neighborhood, I guess. Yeah. Greenfield? I've never heard of that. Well, I've seen a couple of Greenfields. Okay, Dude, yeah, yes, kidding. let's get him on the show. I want to talk to this Troy Griffin. We can't have this guy on the show because Troy Griffin sounds like the name of one of Dylan's 
ex bullies. <laughs> oh. And if you invite a Troy Griffin on the show, he's going to get doxxed all to hell. And it's just not right. I and, believe and in prayer. In- and after prayer, prayer. What is up with that? Can you be a psychic who communes with yeah. the dead and Christian? I don't know if Christianity has room for that. Like, is that I considered witchcraft? Or is he like, Jesus lets me do this? There are so many of those priests that punch women in the face and then they speak in tongues and like <laughs> that's through that's Jesus's power, right? Oh, sure like is performing miracles and stuff, right? Yeah, serpent handling—that's Jesus's work. Mm. He's handling those serpents. I I did get that same feeling though, Dylan. That it did seem like, oh no, you're this is a cult, and you cannot be doing this if you're also Christian at the same time. But I don't know. I'm not familiar with it. There is something to me that if you're psychic, you can't. You're not allowed to use computers. Like there's. <laughs> You can't go to Facebook and use Facebook as a psychic medium through which you tell a crimes like like that. No, digital and psychic powers, those don't mesh with each other to me. Bing, that that's completely fine as long as you do the first word of the first result, the second word of the second Let's result. Let's get Troy Greenfield on here, and we'll ask Troy Greenfield if he can bing out the future. And if he can't, he's obviously not a psychic. He's just cheating with yeah. Facebook. I will ask him what my mom's doing and then call my mom. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Still asleep, Ama. I love this very 2018 interpretation of psychic reading because I feel like if we go back a hundred years, it's like, bring me a lock of the child's hair and her favorite gown and the pillow on which she slept. And through these objects, I shall locate the missing child. And now it's like, yeah, can you link me to the Facebook? I'm just going to go through her shared albums real quick and see if anybody What's looks shady. What's gram handle? Hey, does she have a TikTok or what? Oh, my God. Okay. I've got one final candidate for you guys. This one's a doozy. Her name's Maria Duval on stage. Her real name is Maria Gamba. She began as a psychic in the south of France and attained some measure of notoriety. She sold the rights to her name eventually and entered a contractual agreement with two European companies named Astroforce and Infogest. The companies obtained what's called a sucker's list of aged or sick people who are likely to buy into mail order services and other scams. They then sent out mailers formatted to look like they were directly from Maria herself offering psychic help to improve their health or finances. A $40 fee was applied to each piece of correspondence. More expensive forms of assistance, such as plastic talismans and crystals, were also offered. The service became an instant success with some correspondents paying thousands of dollars per year. The letters appeared to be handwritten and signed by Duval. They contained enough personal details to lead the victim to believe that the person sending them might indeed have psychic powers, even though this was kind of obtained using the same like quote suckers list uh, that the company (laughs) obtained previously where uh, it was just like a, an amalgamation of information that companies had acquired on them, like birth dates and age and location. Mm. Even though at some point, Thousands of letters were generated per week. The company took great care to make them look as authentic as possible with coffee stains on the pages and handwriting fonts to make them look like a personal letter. Some victims would develop feelings of friendship for Duval, 
which increased the amount of correspondence. Letters have been found in dozens of countries and generated revenues exceed $200 million in the United States and Canada. The service was managed by a series of successive groups using shell companies to hide their involvement. Maria received payments and did some promotional work under the name Maria Duval, even occasionally doing news appearances at one point. Early law enforcement investigations concluded that Maria Duval may not actually exist, Whoa. being a persona completely fabricated by scammers. That turned out to be incorrect when CNN investigative mm. reporters located Duval's residence in the south of France in 2016 and managed to interview her two years later. An investigation by the United States Department of Justice concluded in 2014 with some companies associated with the scam paying undisclosed amounts as out-of-court settlements. InfoJest flooded the United States with an estimated 56 million Maria Duval letters between 2006 and 2014 wow. and has been investigated for other scams, including a bogus weight loss product scam. Canadian financial services PacNet was subsequently accused of laundering money for the American Maria Duval iteration, and investigators concluded the number of people scammed is considerable, getting up to 1.4 million in the United States alone. So you're telling me that Maria Duval is such a good psychic that she can tell millions of people's fortunes at the same time and write all of them individual letters? Cam, if you are listening, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. What do I got to do to get one on one of these sucker lists? It sounds like they, it's called a sucker list because it's so sweet to be on it. So we want to fill a position that can solve crime. Do we? Maybe. Our, maybe. At Life File Headquarters. Or maybe we just need to fill a position. You ever think about that? No, but Cam, I'm with you because, yes. Maybe she can't solve crimes for us, but you know what she can do? Mm. Provide us a mailing list of people willing to pay our Patreon subscription hey. for a life file, baby. I think screw solving crimes. Guys, let's get in on this. Guys, can I posit something? I am worried about the number of times we've said Patreon in this episode because at some point <laughs> we're going to have to actually make a Patreon. So Yeah, I keep getting letters from Maria Duval saying, hey, I set up a Patreon account for you. Congratulations. And you know, I got <laughs> eyes on a couple boys who don't seem to be doing anything. Their names are Zach <laughs> and David so we can just hit those boys up and see if they want to help. And here's the other thing. All those other psychics, what are you going to pray all the time? Just over there praying constantly? This psychic is sending me letters, and I feel like I have a friend now. Mary Duvall. She's your number one pick, Cam. She's my girl. That's so raven. All right. We've already forgotten about, what's her name? Zambini. Zibia. We got Zamboni. Zamboni Jones. Murder psychic. <laughs> Zamboni, Joanne Fabric, and uh, what's the second one? Todd Green, Trevor Favaro, Tom Collins, somebody in Colorado, Griffin, Troy Griffin, Troy Griffin, Troy Griffin. Hmm, I think I gotta go with no, no, spank myself, spank, spank. We should be solving crimes and not making money. What uh, are you talking about? Who better to solve crimes than a German nesting doll? I'm talking about Zomboni Jones, okay? She's got how many people inside of her working at once? Like, let's do it. 
Let's catch whoever killed Gabe. Uh, whoever was that person? I don't know. Me either. I'll never know. Unless Zamboni Jones helps. Well, yeah, let's get Zamboni mm-hmm. Jones in here. Plus, also, she's kind of like a um, sucker list all of her own. She's got a million suckers up in her. Up in her is a really <laughs> tricky preposition. You know what? You know what the old carnival man said? A sucker dies every day. Right. And let's make a dollar off that. Let's write that memoir. Here's what I'm thinking. We pit these three psychics together. Let's just gladiate it. That's the way we solve most of our quabbles, squabbles, quabbles. <laughs> That's the way Quabble. we solve most of our quabbles here at Lifepile Inc. We put Troy, Zamboni Jones, Maria Duval all in our gladiator ring we have up on the 96th floor. Oh, and man. we let them bring whatever they want to this dog fight. We can have Zamboni Jones show up. She's already absorbed the powers of like street fighter characters and right. army combat specialists. She's a Kirby. She's a Kirby. Maria Duval is maybe like the Samus of the group because she's got all the money in the world to build her zero suit. Oh, she's also a hive mind of animated letters yes mm-hmm. buzzing mm-hmm. with all the knowledge of her correspondence and then we'll have little troy griffin there in the middle and uh, he's he, played Crane. by mark zuckerberg <laughs> mark zuckerberg he's got his little wallet size photos of his wife and kids and jesus christ there and they're just gonna hopefully protect him as best he can while he's checking his facebook there in the middle of the ring he's checking uh, facebook and praying 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 praying, praying. <laughs> it's not looking good for him at all life bio podcast <laughs> Podcast is the only podcast that knew you were going to say that. We want to thank the aliens for the tech. We want to thank the psychics for the predictions. We want to thank Scott Davis for doing the music for our show. And if you guys want to call in and be part of the show, you can. It's been a while since we got a voicemail, and I'm excited to hear the future ones because I know they're coming. I'm a psychic. Call in at 720-663-8163, and you can leave a voicemail. Oh, it's so exciting to hear good voice. I know I have a bad voice, so let's hear your voice. Come on, compete. (laughs) And if those numbers were too much for you, you can easily type in our phone number by using the call button on our Instagram profile. We have additional social profiles like Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and all of them are going to be at LifePile Show. So easy. If you want to participate in the show in a way that doesn't involve your vocal cords, you can respond to our listener submission prompts on Instagram. We put those up on our story. You can just type in the little box there. It takes two seconds. Who cares? It's whatever. We thank y'all for the support. If you want to catch me this week, I'll be asking myself the very serious question. I always tell myself that's so Raven, but I've never asked myself, what is so Raven? So I've put that into Bing, and the first word of the first result is (laughs) that's... And the second word of the second result is so. And the third word of the third result is raven. (gasps) So I've binged that. And the answer to my question of what's so raven is that's so raven. I am a psychic. (laughs) You want to catch me this week? I've just actually had my top secret meeting with my project supervisor, and he's handed me a manila envelope and said, Bragasa, I need you to guard this with your life. The information that it contains is deeply sensitive, and if it gets in the wrong hands, it could end several lives. And I say, okay. 
kind of open the envelope and I take a peek at the information and I say, all right, I'm on my way. And I head out and I take the train deep into the city and then I walk through the wet streets of nighttime Chicago and I turn down an alleyway and I walk up to a neon sign and the doorman nods and I walk into the room and I take a private elevator up to the top floor and I walk out onto the balcony and I ascend the stage and there there's a microphone and I tap it and it gives me some feedback. <laughs> what is it called when it squeaks? <laughs> yeah, feedback. The crowd of people before me turns to look and I say, <clears throat> hello everyone, thank you for coming out tonight. Zach <laughs> and David <laughs> are homophobic <laughs> middle school bullies. <laughs> and then we all snap. And then we all snap. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to catch me this week, uh, good luck, because I'm pretty sure the uh, mortician will be investigating my body if they found it in the basement uh, with the initials JB scrawled into my stomach. What do they stand for? Who knows? But there is a spirit in here with me, and I'm a psychic medium, and I mistakenly summoned it to join me and kill me after no one killed it, I guess. All right, see you later. This is like... <laughs> Life pile, What are you talking about sending me? Um uh thing. You probably seen it. This this little boy and he's like uh Johnny, Johnny, yes, Papa, eating sugar, no, Papa, <laughs> telling lies, no, Papa, open your mouth, no, <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> right? Okay. Good.